We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for the holiday edition. You loved it so much this summer, we had to bring it back. The first thing I said, there's an imaginary sign outside that says... Hiring all applicants. But this time, I get to voice the intro. I mean, I'm big on block destruction. Hello? Yeah, what's going on, BM? What do you mean, back by popular demand? Signed her to a long-term deal. Can we at least have shouted out back? All right, all right, bro. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, thanks to spec. I guess I don't get to voice the intro. And I always will say this. Sometimes without no bad luck, we wouldn't have any good luck at all. Well, hello. Look who they brought back for the regular season. It is me, the British woman. And now it is time for another edition of Kingdom Clichés. Uh, Good afternoon. Hope all is well. Uh, I don't know if it's not too early to say Merry Christmas, but Merry Christmas to you guys, and uh, hopefully you guys have a happy holidays. You know, that's what it's all about during this time of the year, smiling, loving, being around family. I just think in this business it's a week-to-week thing. I mean, he's got to spin it and get it out. Pacheco is still Pacheco, and he understands exactly what needs to be done. Good God. I mean, what a stud. In this league, man, everybody's not going to like you. And I guarantee you, they're going to come out here and give us whatever they have, and that includes their best. We're going to have to return every kick, and we're going to have to cover every kick. Put the blinders on. So everybody's got to work together to get this thing, uh, you know, perfected. And he's rock solid. But I would just want to give credit where credit is due. I got this thing. I wish it happens at the end of the year. Yeah, he's big. He's strong. He plays a powerful game. You know, he'll out-muscle guys. Uh, yeah, I wish I could do that. Uh, I just eat whatever I wanted. But. The bag that they put the balls in don't, don't have a heater. Yes. Oof. Yeah. It's going to be freezing. Oh, my God. Even when it is wrapped up, I still find it hard to back off. These days what? now, it's about laying the quarterback down in a safe and manageable way in this Christian-like football game and uh, making sure you secure the tackle nowadays. Well, I'll say this. We're going to do whatever we need to do to win. I don't play for pro bowls, man. I play for Super Bowl, so... He's got great hands. Yeah, I know. I just did the same thing. He's got those guys uh, playing with their hair on fire. I mean, they just fly around. I'm just grinding along. Uh, when called upon to run it, we got to grind it out and find four and a half. Anything after that is a bonus. We just go about our business every week like we should. Like it's one game at a time. I know it's an old cliche, but... Stay off of Twitter, bro. They know better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. The whole place is juiced up. I got to go home. and <laughs> I don't want to stay in the hotel for another six months, so. <laughs> I want everybody to relax. Uh, nothing beats a regular season football cliche, especially one from the kingdom. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>
wonderful, useless, nonsensical kingdom cliches. Yeah, just another game. That's good. Yep. Just look at a stack more. The hell was Spags talking about? About the rock and wrapping it when it's what? I mean, good lord. <laughs> I don't know. We just all need to relax. What did he? Do you have that one that we could play, please? Just that one. Just that one from Spags. I I gotta hear that again. I really need that. Hey Steve, what are you talking about over there? You got What did he say? Wrap up when it's hard or something? What What is he talking something about? Something like that, which is. Probably good advice. It is. You got to wrap up. How many tackles do we see miss because guys just throw a shoulder and they don't wrap up? Weren't you taught to wrap up in high school? Like that was one of the lessons you learned, right? I think so. Wrap up. I can hear my coach today. Wrap up. Wrap up. I guess. Yeah. Coach Banana used to tell us that all the time. Uh Uh-huh. I had a health teacher one time, Miss Brennan. It was very, very, very uh, unsettling. I'll just say that. Uh, so based on that, I think uh, they're ready. Uh, they're ready to go. 12 noon, the kickoff Saturday on 106.5 The Wolf. We'll be on pregame coverage at 9 on both The Wolf and right here on 610 Sports Radio. I'll join Mitch Schultes and Danon Hughes on the game call. Mitch will join us coming up at 7.30. Um, you're heading out to the game on, on, on Saturday. I am. My, my real question is why? why? Yeah. No, <laughs> and I, and I, I got a good reason for it too. I, I take you back and I think everybody has that moment. You remember the first game you went to, right? You remember your first NFL game? I don't specifically know. You don't. B-Dub, do you remember the first NFL game you went to? It was a Bears game, but I don't know. Not the first one. It was uh, a Redskins game, I believe, but I don't remember. Here or in D.C.? No, here. Here, okay. Arizona. So if you remember, most people remember that, that first moment that they had, and I do, because growing up, you know, trying to get tickets to, to Giants games was, was like, impossible, right? There were no ticket brokers, and, like, you had to look in the newspaper, and maybe somebody was selling tickets or something, or you had to know somebody. One of those things, and for so many years, I wanted to go, I wanted to go, I wanted to go, and I'll never forget, it was Christmas Eve, 1989, and I was 12 years old, and my dad surprised me. He goes, we're going to the Giants game. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever, and it was one of the best days of my life, going to that first NFL game with your old man, right? It was so so much fun, and it was Christmas Eve, and they were taking on the Raiders. And I'll never forget getting the opportunity to see Bo Jackson in person. Now, we only carried the ball 10 times for like 35 yards that day, and the Giants ended up blowing them out. And it was a great game. It was a great day. And to this day, you know, however many years later, I still remember that. And I, I remember it because it was my first game, but more importantly, it was that father-son moment that I had. And I loved every moment of that. And when I saw the Chiefs were playing on Christmas Eve this year, I said, I really want to take my girls to this game because they're roughly 12. My oldest is 13. My youngest will be 12 next week. Roughly the same age that I was, and the game was on Christmas Eve. And I remember the impact that that had on me 
and what a great day that was for me to be able to do that for the first time. And this will be the first real game my kids went to. We went to, you know, a game during COVID when nobody was there. It was that Atlanta Falcons game. It was like 65 degrees in December. It was beautiful, great weather, fantastic. But there was nobody there. You didn't get that full Arrowhead experience. And so we surprised them, and we're going on Christmas Eve because I want their first game experience to be exactly like mine was, Christmas Eve at the age of 12. And I'll always, always remember that. And so the girls are going to get bundled up and we're going to go and we're going to sit there and we're going to tailgate to which my youngest daughter goes, what exactly is tailgating? What does that mean? I go, well, you it's get you to, sitting in the car on your phone. Is probably what probably it is. what it's Pretty much. Be, you're making right? TikToks. Yeah, you're making TikToks <laughs> and doing all that kind of stuff. But more importantly, you go to the parking lot a couple hours early. You stand out there and, 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 and you drink and, and you burn meat on the grill and, you know, you have a good time in the parking lot. And so. I get to give my kids that same experience that I had, and and that's why we're going. I mean, somebody said to me, you sure you really want to go with the temperatures the way it is? And my wife's like, yeah, we're going. And and that's part of the fun of it as well, bundling up. They will remember this for their life, and I, I can't wait to give them the same experience that my dad was able to give to me, especially at a time where you just couldn't find tickets to games. It was hard to get into those games. And I think those father-son, father-daughter moments are truly meaningful moments. I know it was for me, and I remember it to this day some 50 years later, whatever the hell it was, right? So we're going to have some fun. They're going to enjoy the hell out of that game. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of that game. Maybe get a little emotional because I'm able to give my kids what my dad was able to give to me, and it's, it's one of those. Yes, exactly. Oh, Fro- Fro- Frostbite for Christmas, right? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. we got a little bit more. Yeah. Like I, I don't even know if like, back in 1989 we had those heat packs, Josh. Oh, I, mean, I know, I, 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 I think it's like, well, wear two pair of socks, yeah. you know, and then, you know, and then we'll go to the Kiters for Christmas Eve and do well, our thing. Well, you know? two, wear two pairs of socks and a snowmobile suit. Yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah, my, <laughs> my wife, like, took them shopping on Tuesday. This was before we told them they were going, like, you got to get all these old, these winter clothes, right? And my wife came back with snow pants for me and stuff. Oh, that, wow. You know, Your snow pants in it. Oh, God, nice. yeah. Yeah, going to snow pants it in the, the, the whole nine yards. And I, I just can't wait. Like, I am so looking forward to this game more than I've ever looked forward to anything because I get to give my kids what my dad gave to me. And, and especially around this time of the year where family means everything, man. And it's just, if for me, it, it's, it's going to be an emotional type of thing. And I think they're going to have a lot of fun. My youngest daughter said to me, she goes, oh, I got a friend going. Because immediately we told him, oh, are you going to the game? You know, one of those type of things. She goes, my friend is going to be sitting in the nosedive seats. Where the hell are those? <laughs> <laughs> the nosedive. <laughs> I said the nosedive. Yeah, the nosedive. I said, you mean the nosebleed seats, right? She yeah, goes, whatever. yeah, where are those yeah. located? I'd like to, I go, that's like the top row of the stadium. But she said, there's something called the nosedive seats. And so I think they're just going to have a blast. I can't wait to give them that experience that my dad was able to give to me. And on the same day, too, man. Uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Can't emphasize this enough. And I'm going to spin you a little holiday tale. Next. Even when it is wrapped up, I still find it hard to back off. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 7:30. Man, I start smiling when you talk about Kansas City fan base. This fan base, I mean, compared to none, this is this is number one for sure. On 610 Sports Radio and. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Odyssey app. Join us on Friday, January 13th at Cinderblock Brewing in North Kansas City. Starting at 6, we will tap the playoff Pilsner for the upcoming postseason. Uh, be with us for the uh, the free party. You have to pay for the beer, but the free party. Uh, it was great last year, and we hope you come out again this year. They've uh, brewed another special beer just for the postseason, just for you at Cinderblock Brewing in North Kansas City. Friday, January 13th, starting at 6, we will tap the playoff Pilsner. Uh, Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs, will join us coming up in 10 minutes. Uh, before we get there, though, a little story time, if we could. That's all right. I know this is a huge debate this time of the year. What are you talking about? And Pumpkin it, or apple it when it comes be, to pie? It shouldn't be a debate because the it's definitive. Without question. But uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Who's debating that? Uh, people. Many people. Name names. A lot of people don't believe it's a Christmas movie. It's a, absolutely a Christmas movie. Yeah, it is. So much so that I, uh, uh, my daughter's very annoyed by this debate. Does she believe Die Hard is a Christmas no, movie? No, she refuses to watch it. Well, the kids don't know anything. So I purchased her a, a, a book for Christmas. It's a Die Hard Christmas. Oh, very nice. Look at you. Is it okay if I read a little of this Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So everybody gather around the fire. Get your, uh, get your robe on. Have a little nod. You're supposed to smoke a pipe when you do this? Because it doesn't they, like the smoke from his pipe twinkle above I, your I nose that's, or something like correct. that? Yeah. Would you like some instrumental music? That'd be great. For this? Be great. Yeah. Hold on, I got the perfect ba, ba, one. Ba, da, 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 da. As soon as uh yeah. Da, da, I think I found da, 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 it. This is da. perfect. So it's written by uh Doogie Horner. He was that doctor, right? Yeah. Yes, MD. Hades kid. Twas the night before Christmas, and up in the tower, everyone was partying except for one wallflower. I thought you were going to say Ben Maller. <laughs> John McClane missed his wife. Things just weren't the same since Holly had moved west and changed her last name. He tried to win her back, but still she said no, while unbeknownst to them, there was trouble below. A truck had pulled up, and who should disembark but 14 men whose intentions were dark. They spoke not a word and unloaded big crates. They cut the phone lines and locked all the gates. Carl swept the ground floor, shooting every guard dead while visions of bearer bonds danced in his head. John took off his shoes, making fists with his toes. It actually worked. Well, what do you know? When out in the lobby, there arose such a clatter. He sprung to the door to see what was the matter. 
when what to his wandering eyes should appear? Holy crap, there are terrorists here. John hid under the table where no one could see and watched Han's question, Mr. Takagi. <laughs> I'm going to count to three. There will not be a four. Give me the codes to open the vault door. I don't know the codes, so go ahead and shoot. Okay, said Hans Gruber and ruined Takagi's suit. John tried calling the cops by pulling an alarm, but instead called the bad guys who tried to cause him harm. But John killed Tony, who had very small feet, and sent him to the terrorist as a yuletide treat. He put a Santa hat on a German and eyes all aglow. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Carl was furious. Tony was his brother. He chased John across the roof, and they shot at each other. John was able to escape through the ventilation shafts. Come out to the coast, he sighed. We'll have a few laughs. At Nakatomi Tower, Sergeant Powell appeared. He checked the whole lobby and saw nothing weird. He was pulling away but didn't get far before Marco landed on the hood of his car. <laughs> Powell drove away backwards, screaming in fright. Welcome to the party, pal. John yelled with delight. Can I continue? Okay, please. All right. <clears throat> it's a tiring book. More police so arrived. Intriguing. I love this. The FBI and SWAT team, but Hans didn't mind. It was all part of his scheme. More rapid than eagles, his henchmen, they came, and he radioed and shouted and called them by name. Now Eddie, now James, now Franco, now Yuli, on Fritz and on Carl, hair long and unruly. They shot <laughs> the SWAT tank with a surface-to-air missile and knocked it away like the down of a thistle. Now John McClain was angry indeed. He blew up two terrorists and called them jerkweed. Ellis told Hans, Bubby, I'm your white knight. Hans shot him dead, giving the hostages a fright. Hans went to go check on the explosive fuse and saw that poor John wasn't wearing any shoes. John fled from Carl and Hans, but alas, he had to run barefoot over sharp broken glass. His feet, how they hurt. His soles, oh, so bloody. John crawled to the bathroom and called his good buddy. John was weary and ready to throw in the towel until he got that pep talk from Sergeant Al Powell. Powell was chubby and plump, a right jolly old cap, and he trusted the cowboy in the tattered tank top. But a reporter was probing into McLean's life and revealed that Holly was actually John's wife. Hans quickly flipped over a gold picture frame. It's nice to meet you, Mrs. McLean. His How long is this? <laughs> well, it's the, whole, it's, the whole, it's the whole movie. His clothes all tarnished with ashes and soot. John staggered to the roof, bloody and barefoot. The explosives were wired to the rooftop with care in hopes that the hostages soon would be there. John warned everyone the roof would soon blow as a chopper hit him with high-powered ammo. Around his waist, he tied a fire hose tight and screaming an oath, he jumped into the night. He dangled in the air, gritted his teeth while flames encircled the tower like a wreath. Fiercely fighting his way back inside, John yelled out, Hans! He was done trying to hide. He limped to the vault like an old man on crutches, only to find Holly in his filthy clutches. John dropped his gun, put his hands on his head. It seemed he and Holly would soon be dead. But with a secret gun taped to his back, John shot Hans in a surprise attack. Hans fell out the window while holding Holly's arm and slowly, deliberately raised his firearm. 
the tenacious villain held on by his nails till John unhooked Holly's watch and said, happy trails. Bearer bonds fluttered like fresh fallen snow as Holly embraced her blood spattered bow. So Merry Christmas to all. Be kind to one another. And most of all, yippee Kaye. I can't say the last Mother word. Clucker. Mother. There it is. I the love definitive it. definitive tale. That was great. Die Hard there you go, is Josh. a Christmas movie. I didn't know and you were a writer, too. A Christmas book. From the text line, 816 just turned on the radio and thought this was about Chief Saholic. No, no, it's not. It was not. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> it's not quite there. From the text line, the 816, too long. I'm about out. Yeah. Go away, then. Yeah. Go. Go. Merry go Christmas away. to you. Yeah. Go. yippee ki you. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> so, the definitive tale that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, now Christmas book. Mitch Holtz's voice of the Chiefs is going to drop by. Uh, the uh, Seahawks are bad at stopping the run. Can the Chiefs go ahead and take advantage? Let's have some fun. Fesco <laughs> in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtis, joins the show every Friday at 7.30. Yes! On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Christmas time in Smith Center, no, no, Kansas, no, no. and oh, Mitch no. this was there with a wreath. No. He was talking Chiefs and having fun. Oh, We're going to talk about stopping the run. Or taking advantage of the run or whatever. <laughs> Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs, joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Good morning, Mitch. Hey, Kling, take the eggnog, scoot it away from Bob. <laughs> take Get it over there. Yeah, yeah. That's it's next year's show. Here. Quit drinking that. <laughs> How you doing, Mitch? Merry Christmas, my friend. Go, go into the kitchen, get something to eat. I'm doing uh, okay. Just hoping, praying everybody's safe out there. This is this is wicked, as we all know, and uh, safety is going to be a um, paramount here over the next couple of days. But doing okay. Good. And uh, happy holidays and Merry Christmas to both of you. Yes, Merry Christmas to you as well. And so uh, Eric Bieniemy said something the other day about like getting four and a half yards on every rush and then everything else is gravy for that. Can can we get kind of that going in the run game this weekend against uh, Seattle? Um, speaking of things that are paramount, I think it's necessary. It's not a luxury. But with Seattle, this is a, this is a young defense that's got some good players. I mean, Tariq Woolen is a freak. I remember talking, I think, to you guys about during the draft. Six four two ten runs a four two five, leads the NFL in interceptions as a rookie. It's their run defense that's a problem. Now you can run the ball on teams or you can get some chunk runs. You know, a lot of NFL teams shy away from the run as a staple because you can't get the big chunks. But the Seahawks have given them up. Uh, they've allowed five fifty plus runs, you guys. The league average is one. And I was looking at this. Uh, they've had five straight games of the Seahawks have allowed 160-plus yards rushing. So this is recent here. This isn't looking at September stats. That's If there's a six-straight game, if the Chiefs can go for 160-plus yards rushing and you can get some chunks to get to that quickly, it will be the worst for an NFL team since the 1995 Arizona Cardinals. So you got a chance to run it tomorrow. Um, and 
get some big plays in the run game. The weather might dictate that as well, right? Yep. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and the offensive line, you got three pro bowlers for the Chiefs that go left tackle, left guard, center. And Trey Smith would deserve mention as well uh, at right guard. But that crew uh, needs to eat, and the Chiefs need to take care of the ball, whether they're throwing it or running it, and uh, attack these guys. But, again, a lot of the NFL teams go, well, you can't run it all the time because you can't get enough big plays. Uh, that may be an exception maybe tomorrow. So, Mitch, I'm looking at, you know, what this team has been doing over the last eight quarters, and there's been a little freak out in the kingdom about, you know, the, the way that the last two games have gone. It's like if you don't turn the ball over, you blow both of those teams out. How do we how do we make sure we're protecting the ball? We got three kind of quote-unquote preseason games, if you will, before the postseason gets here. How do we work on that for the next three games? Yeah, three preseason games where you want to get the bye in the AFC. Right, so yeah. There's a but. But honestly, I think it's just a recalibration of concentration. Truthfully, and and Kling, you know Derek Nelson. He he lives in Houston, Bob, but he travels on his own to be our statistician for road games. He's awesome. Grew up in El Dorado, Kansas. But the turnovers have just bugged him. I think he's had too many hours on airplanes and airports. But he dug into the stats more. And this, this to me, Bob, is a positive. If, if you listen to this, uh, because I, like we said on Defending the Kingdom this week on the podcast with Matt McMullen, if you just take the screwdriver out that you're getting to assemble uh, the Christmas gift and you just crank it a couple notches tighter, uh, things could look in- drastically different. For example, of the 21 turnovers the Chiefs have had, there have been 76 giveaway points. And uh, most of the turnovers have happened in enemy territory, given a short field to the enemy to score. Ten touchdowns of the 21 21- uh, giveaways by the Chiefs, but there's also been after uh, long offensive plays. Like they've they've not only given field position on some of them, the Chiefs have had the ball and be ready to score on others. There's been an 80 yard drive, a 66 yard drive, a 41 yard drive, and then they've happened after big plays. Think of Kelsey's fumble against Cincinnati, uh, Juju's against Arizona. They're after 15 to 20 yard plays. If you just crank that screwdriver just a little bit, tighten the screws. Uh, things could look differently on both sides of the ball, and you could have a three-game surge going into the playoffs. They're still living in that land where it is bizarre to be minus six, and that you look at the teams around you in that uh, giveaway-takeaway number, and they're all bad teams, losing teams. I, I just think of Dick Vermeil looking at his – remember the overhead projectors they used to have <laughs> with the plastic sheets? Yeah. I had a, in speaking of Smith Center, I had a dude named Mr. O'Leary. That's, that's how all his, all of his notes were on these plastic sheets. All you did was just copy these notes. Uh, but I can imagine, um, I remember uh, Dick Vermeil having those overhead projector of like, if you're plus three or minus three, this is what it's going to mean. Yeah. I don't think minus six equaled 11 and three no. playing on his chart. Uh, but that's also a way of living dangerously. But that's why I'm giving the stats to you of saying, gosh, what's going on? Why aren't they blowing these bad teams out? Well, it's not very far, Bob, to your point of getting that done. But tomorrow, with the elements in particular, and and special teams uh, are going to be giant in cold weather and bad weather like that. Snaps, holds, kicks, uh, everything. But you've just got to totally concentrate uh, on the football tomorrow. You think Tommy's going to be all right snapping the ball, or do we need to have He's Dustin call fine. That's uh, Yeah, don't get me started on that one. And honestly, he's done a really good job uh, of holding. 
it's it's just Harrison. I think is it started with his ankle injury, mm-hmm. and then I think it's like my golf game. You whenever I get to play, is you hook it out of bounds, and you're like, okay, I got to adjust my hands, I want to move my feet, I got to put my right toe here, and you're playing with three dudes that, of course, Bob, you played with them. Well, they know everything, right? And they'll move your right eyebrow over, and then wink three times, uh, scrunch your face adjust your underwear, now you should be good. Now you're going to adjust my underwear. That, and then I hit it to the right out of bounds. It's a matter, I think, of Harrison Butker maybe just you know, turning it loose a little bit, um, not overdriving those PATs. But I believe in Harrison Butker. seen him do it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tomorrow it's going to be, I mean, snaps and holds and kicks um, go way up as far as just concentrating on doing it for both teams. Mitch, uh, you know, Harrison is the second best kicker in the league behind Justin Tucker. I, I mean, maybe somebody wants to debate that. I agree. I, you know, but I think he's the second best kicker in the league. How he's much? Got six, he's got the longest field goal this year. In the I know. NFL, and, 62. And the career yard. walk-offs and game winners. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So how much of that, though, is really just he hurt that ankle on the first play of the game, and it's going to be until next year until he's healthy, right? Well, I think it's just caused him maybe to like, uh, and, I'm, and I'm contradicting myself by saying, hey, tomorrow's a day of concentration in all phases, you know, extreme concentration. But I think in Harrison's case, it's like, no, man, you can do this. Just pull out a three wood, hit it down the fairway, just whack it down there um, and, and, and turn it loose and maybe less analysis. Uh, just free up and realize you are one of the best kickers in the NFL. We all believe in you. Just go do it. Uh, but Winchester's a good snapper. You take stuff like that for granted. And, and Tommy Townsend's, I'm glad he made the Pro Bowl. I mean, he's obliterated net punting this year. He's lapped the field almost. And we forget with Tommy Townsend, guys, he has. You talk about these potential upsets the last two weeks in particular. He might have saved the Chiefs. Uh, his net punting against Denver, uh, and, and think of him flipping the field. And then last week in overtime. The Chiefs do not move on that first possession, or they move, but they stall at their own 40-ish. And if he quacks a punt and pukes one out there, then the, the Texans are going to win on a fair, barren 52-yard field goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, his ability to punt the ball down to the 13, set up the sequence of Frank Clark stripping it away and the recovery, of course, now famous by Willie Gay Jr. That was all started by Tommy Townsend. He has been a weapon and a 12th defender on this team, and Andy Reid has noticed it. Yeah, he's been great this year. Like, you talk about somebody. Great. I, I hate using the term, hey, he found it, because that's so ridiculous. But he's found it, right? I mean, like, he's in a groove right now, and he understands. He gets it. Like, this his, guy's His great. driver is working. Yeah, his driver's fantastic. <laughs> he maybe need to work well, on putting the ball on the team better. Well, and, and not only is his driver working, Kling, but – his five five iron and seven iron aren't bad. You know, Justin Coco was excellent pinning the ball inside the 10. I thought the NFL should keep another statistic they do inside the 20. He should, I think, revolutionize should be inside the 10. But Townsend's not just the kind of guy that pounds the ball. When you're that good in net punting, and he is way better than anybody else right now in the league, that net punting is what you look at. And he has been able to pin teams deep. More importantly, he's flipped the field. I saw something this year I've rarely seen where he took a possession away from the Chargers in week two. Uh, they think they're going to get the ball. I even think that they get the uh, coveted back-to-back possessions, end of second, start of third, and Townsend punts at 74 yards. The Charger guy doesn't field it, and the Chiefs let it just stand there and bounce until they blow the play dead, and it took 11 seconds off the clock and a 74-yard punt. It forced the Chargers into a kneel down. It literally took a possession away from them. 
When you have a punter start to do those things, that's one of the reasons you're 11 and three being minus six in the giveaway takeaway. We tend to take uh, like Mahomes superlatives for granted. He makes uh, another Pro Bowl, and you go, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, he makes another Pro Bowl. Um, you could make the case though that that this is his best season, right? Honestly, when you do the deep dive, yes, for sure. I mean, his week, week last week with the 20 straight completions and 88 percent completion percentage, his completion percentage now, Bob and Josh, is the best of his career, and that's become important because of the way he's playing. Uh, I love the adjustment he made last week. He, you know, he, he mentioned even publicly uh, against Denver, I got a little greedy. I had stuff open. I just uh, went, uh, I'll go here. Whoop, interceptions. Last week against Houston, he said, they give it to me, I'll take it. Guys caught it and handle it. Tomorrow will be a little bit of the same way. Here's a nugget for you uh, in the fact that Seattle plays a lot of zone. Um, they play more zone. I think the third most zone in the National Football League. But in that zone, they allow more yak yards per reception in zone defense uh, than every team in the league except Arizona. So you're going to get some yak opportunities tomorrow. Now, they like to rip the ball loose. Seattle's, their defense is, is uh, predicated on takeaways. They've taken the ball away 21 times. But they're going to give you shots. And, I mean, underneath passes. I shouldn't say shots. They're going to give you underneath passes. So take it and move. But also, uh, Mahomes is on the cusp, you guys, of an all-time NFL record. When you add his rushing yards, he's going to go over 4,500 yards tomorrow in passing. But he's got 313 rushing yards. If you add that up, yards per game offensively, he has a chance to set the all-time National Football League single-season record, which is currently held by Drew Brees in 2011. That's the year Breeze had the NFL passing record. He didn't, had like 80 rushing yards. But the point is, here Mahomes could be having the best NFL year of all time and strengthens his position, I think, of being the MVP if he can continue this role. I got nothing to add. <laughs> it's like unbelievable. I mean, like, I, I, I'm so glad this is happening because for all of the nonsensical nonsense that occurred once Tyreek was traded, this team is not going to be any good. Everybody picking against him. Mm, that's not what Josh and I were saying all along. We knew that Patrick Mahomes was going to be just fine. And what he's doing right now should be putting the fear of God into the rest of the league because Patrick Mahomes is winning and putting up his best season with guys he's never played with before, Mitch. Precisely, because now the league goes, he's an electrician too. I thought he was just a carpenter. Right. No, he's an electrician and he's a mechanic. Is he a plumber? Because uh, oh Josh gosh, has got frozen I mean, pipes. He may need them over yeah, there later yeah, today. Yeah. Seriously, you've got him? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, space yeah. heater, man. Space yeah. heater. This is not good. Not yeah. good. Um, but but I don't think the league's appreciated enough. If they start getting that stat here, because over the next three weeks, if he takes out Drew Brees and offensive yards per game in, in his record of 2011, they're going to go, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe we even underestimated it. Because don't, we don't overlook in the Chiefs' kingdom those 313 rushing yards. Uh, now his career 11 rushing touchdowns. But hopefully the NFL will take notice. Because he's going to be close to 5,000 yards passing. But it's those rushing yards, his touchdowns. Uh, you know, he won't get the 50 touchdown passes. But he's going to have 5,000 passing yards and really close to that. And then you add the rushing yards. And we're talking about a year no quarterback has ever had in the history of the league. 
Mitch, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second because I've been seeing a lot of this over the last couple of weeks or so. People down on this defense. I, I don't know why. I, I, I kind of like the way that this defense is playing right now. Yeah, there's some young guys and they make mistakes and that happens. And they're probably not getting as many turnovers as people like. But I, I still think this defense is, is playing very good and is playing at the level that you kind of need to be playing going into the postseason. Bob, when you take that turnover stat right. and you look at it, you're going, whoa, wait. You know, we put those guys out there sometimes in some difficult circumstances. And much like Tommy Townsend, you could say the defense won these last two games. Because after the third interception against the Broncos, I know they've got Brett Rippon in the game, but they've got a short field to go get a touchdown. That's the Chris Jones yep. hit Rippon, knocked the ball up in the air, and interception, Legereus Sneed. What about last week? All the Texans needs a field goal. Sure, Tommy Townsend pins him back at the 13. But if they get one crazy play out the gate, then they can kick a field goal and win it. Well, what happens is Frank Clark strips the ball and Willie Gay Jr. proctology uh, gets the ball out of there <laughs> and the defense makes the place to win the game. Mm-hmm. I, I think that because of the lack of takeaways, and I think they can get those, they can get those against these guys tomorrow. Uh, the Seahawks have 11 fumbles lost. Only Indianapolis has lost more. And as good of a year as Geno's had, he's not thrown interceptions. He's only got eight. Geno Smith is the renaissance man of this league. He has had fumble issues, and so have the rest of the Seahawks. So there could be some takeaways tomorrow, but I'm with you. I think if you do just dig a little deeper, you'll see that this defense – uh, is maybe a little better than you think they are, and they mm-hmm. could go on a surge. Yeah, the, the thing for me is, though, you're right about the turnovers, especially that Denver game. How many times have we put the defense right back out there in bad field position? Or, you know, for me, it's like when, when you complete your job for the day, whatever it is that you do, you take that deep breath, you start to unwind, then all of a sudden you got to go back out there. Well, you got to wind yourself back up when you're not ready to go back out there. I think that's been the case a little bit, too, for the defense. One of the hardest things to do, I think, in all of professional sports. Think of... Uh, think of the World Cup, and you've got these keepers on penalty kicks that are you know, guessing or trying to make these fabulous plays, and think about a fabulous save that you just saw in the World Cup, just saw it. And he goes, the keeper goes trotting off the field, and they go, whoa, 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 no, you got to go back out there because you got to defend three more kicks. Mentally, you're thinking, hey, I've done my job. We're good. We're good. Hey, let's go. And wait a minute, you got to go do it again, and it's even a worse situation this time. That's what football defenses at all levels have to play on sudden change turnovers deep in their own territory. Uh, And so, yes, defensive players uh, and this young defense has had to do that on occasion. But I also think you're seeing – and you're going to have to stop the run tomorrow. It looks like they're going to have Kenneth Walker, the set third, I'm sorry, uh, the rookie out of Michigan State and DJ Dallas at running back. But they will not have Tyler Lockett, and that is a big blow for the Seahawks. Every time I see Kevin, though, it looks like he can still play, so – uh, Can he just go for Tyler, I suppose? I go, are you going to Tom Brady's workout thing? <laughs> he was on the Kingdom show the other night on Monday night. He looks great. I'm going, yeah. You're going, yeah. yeah, you're going to Tom Brady's Botox, aren't you? <laughs> I know what you're doing. And and then you look at Tyler. Ty, hey, Kling, Tyler's 30 years old. Can you believe he that? Like he's 10. Can you believe like, that he's 30? No. it's. I go, you're Tyler's 30, and, and Kevin's looking at me like, you know, putting in some Botox. I, I don't know how you put it in, but he's, like, like, injecting it, and he's like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, you know, hey, I'm like 50 or whatever. And, I mean, they're the two youngest guys I've ever seen. But Tyler's also, I think, one of the top three route runners in the NFL. DK Metcalf is a monster. 
that those two are pretty much yin and yang. And to take uh, Lockett out of the equation tomorrow is a big deal. But no, it's Kevin and Tyler are two remarkable humans. They're two remarkable football players. Also, uh, Bob, you might not know this, but uh, you know how they how they bang the drum before the game. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I I believe I've heard Mitch uh, Holtis, voice of the Chiefs, will be banging the drum tomorrow. You're banging the drum tomorrow. I am banging the drum tomorrow. Cool. I've had yeah. <laughs> so this is what Clark Hunt, chairman and CEO, was last Friday night at Christmas party, and that same discussion, right? He goes, "Do you know how cold it is up there?" And I go, well, it's supposed to be like maybe 10 and minus, what, 10 wind chill. And so, Kling, same thing Coach Reed told me. If I can be down there for three hours, you can go handle it for 30 minutes. But, Bob, here's what might make this interesting. After I bang the drum, I think I'm going to do the first series of play-by-play from the drum deck high atop GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. That's awesome. That is so cool. <laughs> Let's hope if it's ten, ten people up there. If if you don't, if you hear just dead air, that means we need the Saint Bernard and the Rocky Mounted Police or whatever the Canadian yeah. uh, folks. But and it's ex- going to be an extended timeout. An extended timeout after the first possession would be nice too. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cleet Blakeman is not a friend. He's the White Hat uh, tomorrow. But I'm going to go, Clay, give me a five-minute timeout. Can you do that? Yeah. Uh, so hey. this, we'll see how this goes, man. It's we'll better than having uh, Carl Cheffers out there. I'll tell you that. That guy <sighs> stinks out loud. I'm worried about, you know, pain lat, torn labrum, uh, shoulder subfluxation. But that's way better than Cheffers because that would mean severe mental issues that I would have. I'm just, you know, I've got the – I've got Mr. Soprano's um, – Head doctor and and the copay is killing me here. So you um, might, yeah, you might know this. Um, can can teams at some point request not having a crew? Can they put in any so. kind of request to I say please of yeah. please have this crew? Well, avoid they, us? the Chiefs should put in that request anyway. Whether or not you can, yeah. you might as well try. You guys have the number one morning show in the kingdom. Let's put out a Twitter poll and see if the kingdom would would vote <laughs> Carl out of the. Uh, out of the uh, rotation. We'll get a petition, Mitch, and we'll, we'll start a petition to change.org to no longer allow Cheffers to ref Kansas City games. They would be lined up outside of wherever they're signing up, either electronically or manually. They would they would crash the server of Odyssey uh, to sign that petition. No question. Mitch, have a great call tomorrow from the drum deck. I'll wave to you. I can't wait to see okay. you out there banging the drum. It makes it even more exciting now going to the game. I can't wait, baby. Wait a minute. I'm just finishing my workout here. Yeah, yeah. Swing, swing All that. day long, yeah. It's a little so, heavier than the hammer. Send the St. Bernard. Just send reinforcements. A little heavier than the hammer. That, that, that. <laughs> just a tad. Just a tad. For sure, boys. For Mitch, sure. we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Mitch. See you guys. See you guys. Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. Noon tomorrow for Chiefs and uh, Seahawks on 106.5 The Wolf. pre coverage begins at 9 on The Wolf and right here on 610 Sports Radio. That's awesome. Yes. All we got to do is get it to work. <laughs> no, I'm not going to win. But uh, the, the, the Dan, hammer, Eric, oh, Nate, yeah, all that. those guys, they could figure that out. Oh, yeah. Right now, They're I really can good. imagine Dan Israel's like going, oh, God, how are we going to do this? <laughs> yeah. We're going to do what? Yeah. Yep. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool.
checking line frequencies right now yeah, as he speaks. Oh, He's waking God, up yes, going, yeah. what RF do I have to Pretty use cool. up there? They, they've been cleared? out there since Monday trying to figure <laughs> this out. Yep, yep. The most significant play. Significant play. Significant play. We'll discuss, not wind, play next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.